0: Knockoffs, copycats, imitators, they all share one thing in common. They always pale in comparison next to the true original. Just like the stylish and versatile Lexus RX. The crossover that paved the way for others. And it's still the best for one simple reason. Nothing else is as good as the original. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Tom 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 Tom. Well, welcome everybody. It's been a couple of days since I posted the last video, last podcast, whatever you call it. It's been going on. I'm not touching Ukraine yet. I have a couple of things, but I want to see what's happening. But I want to make a statement: War is evil. Only innocent people die in it. Simple as. And it's unnecessary okay it doesn't suit anyone it only pays back to the people that actually started the war the individuals the whole bunch of people that are stuck there they're trying to flee the country are basically innocent they shouldn't be there they shouldn't be even in the midst of war but unfortunately this is the world we live in this is the world we live in when we basically are being governed by individuals by units of people control millions of millions lives. And those lives, those millions of innocent lives, they don't matter to them. It's as simple as it is. So, Russian people are dying, Ukrainian people are dying, soldiers, that shouldn't be happening. Simple as. But, I want to jump over to to the more local news, because, uh, at the moment, uh, the gas prices are going up. Um, I had the, the quote from my local oilman, which said it's going to be a six hundred fifty euro for five hundred liters of kerosene. Perfect. It's it's great news because this is what you have to pay to get you home. <sighs> Eater's gone. Well, but as you know, the whole country is in distress. There's no. There's nowhere we can get oil from or gas, or maybe we can. But let's start from the beginning. Did you know the Bank of Ireland? This is on Yahoo Finance, okay? On Monday, February 28th. So that was last week, nearly last week. Bank of Ireland posts highest profit in more than a decade. What do you read? The Dublin, that's via Reuters, right? The fact checkers actually the writing the stuff as well. Bank of Ireland on Monday posted its biggest annual profit since the global financial crisis more than a decade ago. And it set plans to return of 104 million euros, which is $160 million to shareholders through dividends and buybacks. So it wrote back 194 million euros of the provisions, helping almost double profits from the pre-pandemic 758 million euros in 2019. The bank's previous highest profit since the Irish banking crisis, we all remember that, we're still paying for it, was 1.2 billion euros in 2015. Celtic Tiger. Okay. Finance chief, Miles Grady, toll Reuters a 12% rise in income year on year and a 4% drop in cost was strong endorsement of strategy to cut costs to 1.5 billion euros. You remember all the branches are closing down and all the big branches are only open. And by the end of next year and deliver a sustainable return on tangible equity, above 10%. O'Grady said he expects the European Central Bank ECB to increase interest rates over the course of 2022. Just remember that. He expects the European bank, central bank is going to increase the interest rates over the course of 2022 just because the oil prices go up, the inflation is hitting us hard and the interest rates are going to go up. So, right? You want to get the credit? You want to take the credit to buy a car, to get mortgage? Good luck. That's how they crippled you. There's not going to... If you think they're going to cap us, you know, they're going to say the prices are not going to go up. This what be, you are wrong. They're in debt so much that they can't afford it, but this is by their own doings. It's like, we never voted for that shit. We voted for people that were supposed to be supporting us, but on the other hand, they're not supporting us because they're supporting only their own party and their own leaders. So I had an idea. What should we do? I said that we need to replace all TDs who are a part of any political party with independent TDs who represent counties or local communities where people's interest is their main focus. Okay? To centralize politics altogether. Keep them in one spot and dull in Dublin, but have people in it that actually care about you. Now, like the fucking cow shit up there. That absolutely doesn't give a flying feck on what's going to happen to you. Once their pockets are filled, and you vote for them, they're going to be asking for your vote again, and they're going to knock on your door. As I said before, they're going to knock on your door, and they're going to ask you for your vote. And they don't even know who you are. But this is what it is. Simple as. But we probably have good news for you, maybe myself. And this topic has been actually kicking me for a while. What I have for you is a couple of news. You probably know about it. And people are given out on Twitter that we do have our own shit, which we probably don't use. We we do have it, but it does not even going into our pockets. Weird, isn't it? But I'm only going to start on this subject for you. Because in 2012, The Guardian had an article out that Ireland offshore oilfield has over one billion barrels, says Trin Company. It's Providence Resources. The Barrow field of County Cork could produce 1.6 billion barrels and be as important as North Sea. So you know what happens in Norway. I'm going to show you a little clip on whatever has happened in Norway. How's that being managed? Island First Offshore of it contains more than one billion barrels of oil, and you'd be thinking that they're going to produce, they're going to, you know, drill it, they're going to extract it, and they're going to. Sell it, and they're gonna use the profit to support their own nation. That would be a, that would be a perfect scenario, wouldn't be? So you have our own company doing our own stuff, getting oil out, like in Dubai, you know, selling over, getting rich, making investments, making sure that the people that live in this country are happy, no debt, just a bit maybe, no money printing or anything like that. But you will be thinking what's happened to it? Well, if you do a bit digging, you'll find out. So there's a little summary in this article from 2012. So that's 10 years ago. So we should be we shouldn't be pretty pretty set up like you know, people you know, the price of fuel wouldn't be going down despite despite of the the effect of the Russia Ukraine war has on it, because the prices are going up, as I said, it's going to hit two euro. And probably if you listen to it in 2023, it's probably did hit three euro by the time. Or maybe the price went down, maybe something was done. But I hope, I hope it was. So this well in Baliro is bigger than a lot of fields of, in the North Sea. The next question is, what will be the recovery rate? So in the North Sea is 38%. This is a very big tank of oil at Ballyro. Now we have to look how to develop the industries begin to speculate in London and they would have higher your recovery rates than previously they thought possibly from our field. So Ireland consumes about 140,000 barrels of imported oil every day. So imagine if the country started producing its own in terms of security, supply, the jobs created, and the revenue to the taxpayer. This is a very good news for the entire Ireland in the time of the recession. That's 2012. So they gave us a good news that something's happening. But... Uh, what's happening to it? Let's find out. So nearly, nearly nine years ago, Joe that I wrote, just posted this article there. So and it says in it, well, the potential tax gain would be more than enough to cover the 31 billion debt created by Anglo Irish bank. This could shave so much time of a current 10 to 15 year repayment sentence. So we're still paying, I think. If the debt was paid off in full, there would still be a further sixteen billion to pay in an interest, but the further oil fines could put us completely in the clear. Simple as. Aside from helping us with the crippling debts, the oil fine could help to remove Ireland from its dependence of imported energy sources. So we have the situation now at the moment where we are dependent and with cutting the pipelines, stopping and deliveries and stuff like that, we're basically still dependent on stuff. According to reports, a 100-meter test drill carryover at Providence in Barry Road resulted in an oil find that exceeded expectations dramatically. It is reported that the test drill found an oil field that contains at least 373 million barrels of oil, possibly much as 893 million. In short, there's a load of oil off the coast of Cork. So, that's what it is. But what happened? So, I'm going to disappear for a moment. I want to let you watch it. Okay, just listen to it. And just take whatever you want from it. Economy seems to be going well. It's very prosperous. And yes, successful. it, is, w- it wh- is. Why is this? Uh, of course, it's very much due to the oil industry. We got a lot of oil. Oil. Three letters. O I L. Because of the oil. Oil. Yeah. It's uh, natural resources. Really? Because of the oil. <laughs> because of the oil. Yeah. Oil. Oil. <laughs> oil. I don't know. Oil. Or oil. Because of the oils. Oil. Yeah, I think it's the oil. Because of the oil. The oil. From the oil. The oil. Because we have all this oil and gas in the North Sea. And that's people from Norway talking to you. So who uh, For Norwegians, we, we think about that, that particular natural resource as ours. We all get the... Uh, a part of it, yeah. Yeah, everyone, everyone. <laughs> every each and single one. Yes. Yeah. So we uh, own the shares in the oil ourselves, and the oil companies are paying quite a lot of taxes for it. The tax rate of any oil companies, ninety percent. Ninety percent of whatever an oil company produces in Norway actually goes back to the government and to the people. This country is good because they took the money from the oil many years ago, and they put this money in education. They invest on people. Why is Norway so? No, cross-cross? before the oil came, we were we were poor. We have nothing before. We have fishing. But uh, when yeah. they have uh, oil, very good fishing. They have much more. Norway was actually one of the poorest countries. It was very different before we found oil in the in the 60s. It changed the Norwegian economy in a quite dramatic way. For all of my life, Norway has been rich and growing even richer. And you can see now the, the difference, the sim- compared to our neighbors in Europe, uh, that difference has grown. So today we have all these expectations about how much uh, Norway, being one of the richest countries in the world, can provide for us as, as citizens. So we have the country with, in the 60s and 70s. They actually invested in, in oil and they found uh, the supplies, they found the resources, and they went for it. And they said, yes we're gonna come back with every profit and ninety percent of it we're gonna invest back in the country Well, it's a good thinking isn't it? Well I hope so and I think that no one in Norway really fears about losing their job um, about um, their future How would you feel if your government gave the oil gas away <laughs> It's not good. Not good. Wouldn't accept it. I would feel fooled. Like uh, I wasn't a part of my country. Like I didn't have anything to say. And that they just gave away the country's heritage. (laughs) Uh, Highly unlikely, I'd say. But uh, I, I guess that would be sort of a reason for a war, wouldn't it? So Norwegians have their own oil company called Statoil. That video was actually posted uh, nine years ago. So they managed the resources. They have actually kept everything mostly. You might know that Ireland and Norway are quite similar. We have a similar population. We have fish. We've got nature, and we also have oil and gas. Yeah. And it's estimated to be worth 540 billion. But our government gave it away, and the Irish people get zero percent. Did it give it away? Guess how much the Irish people get from our gas? I have no idea. How much? Nothing. Our government gave it away for free and we get nothing. To What, who? what do you think about that? It's, I feel sorry for you. What do you mean the Irish people don't get the, the money? Yeah, who get, who got the money? Who, gave it, who, who did you give it to? To Shell. And Statoil, oh, yeah, uh, and I get they it. get it. and We don't, with the people don't gain anything from it. Mm. So Statoil has thirty-six percent stake in one of Ireland's newest gas fields. This one field along, the one I mentioned. Irish men and women. You. You guys, uh, so the video goes st- and on and on, and basically, basically tells you what you need to know. But is there more? So what happens there is. You think that everything's going to be staying here, but apparently the answer is nothing. This wealth will be leaving Ireland thanks to a deal made between the corrupt hockey or government and multinational oil companies. Minister Ray Burke was later jailed for corruption, changed the law in 1987, reducing the state's share in our offshore oil gas from 50% to zero in abolishing royalties. In 1992, Bertie. Reduce the tax rate for the profits made from the sale of these resources from 50% to 25%. So what's going on? We're getting nothing. Basically, we're getting nothing. And whoever's going to defend... Whoever's going to defend that we should be giving that to bigger companies... Why? It's like we don't have any brains in this country that can actually... Do it properly we can invest in stuff we have data centers we have smart i.t guys we have smart constructions people they do stuff for us we can learn everything it's not like we just said we're not weak because we don't have resources for that it's basically because the government is corrupt and everything's being given away but i am going to do more digging on it And the next thing that comes to my mind is to be looking into this. So you're probably thinking that the most of the countries got screwed like that. But what happens is Bolivia nationalized its entire gas industry in 2006. At first, the reaction from the corporations and international markets in both cases were furious because we don't know what's going on. It's going to come back all to the corrupt government and it's not going to anywhere. But this way came to nothing because in the end, the old giants simply went along with these changes and when they realized there were still enormous profits to be made. Because you can make... They can make profits, bah! With keeping the certain amount of money in the country. Norway is one of the best examples, as the video says, of the state-controlled extraction of gas and oil. A significant chunk of the Corrib gas profits will benefit the Norwegian people through Statoil, as it's majority owned by the Norwegian government, has 36% stake in Corrib, and we're going to be digging into Providence resources later on. Venezuela has begun nationalizing the industry within the past two years, but that's the old news. We now know what's going in Venezuela. But even if Ireland's gas and oil fields were nationalized, hundreds of billions of euro could be raised if Ireland took a similar share on its own gas, to which applies in other countries. This is the old information that I trying to gather from the internet, but there is probably more and I'm going to do more digging into it. So I'm going to close it off as a part one. And if I find something more, and if there is something more, guys, stick the comments down below, please do, because I am still interested in this matter. And I have the website open for Providence Resources and I'm going to do some digging. And if there's a drone from them flying over my little studio, well, we'll see what happens next. Thank you for tuning in and please take care and I'll see you next time. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart.